From the brilliant minds of Hipster at Home, you're listening to We Should Start a Band, a podcast about the trials and tribulations of being suitably hipster. Hello and welcome back to We Should Start a Band, where we're not experts, just highly opinionated. I'm Retro Denim Jacket, and today I'm joined by... Heritage Avocado Toast. And Cold Brew Kombucha. To continue our foray into spooky season, today we are discussing costumes. But first, Cold Brew Kombucha has further details on Jeffrey the Giraffe. That's right. So, I know everyone was wondering what kind of doctor Jeffrey Giraffe is, or Dr. Giraffe. I'm on the edge of my seat. (laughs) (laughs) What we have found out is that he is, in fact, a medical doctor. This comes from the president and CEO of the Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital, where Dr. G. Raff has now taken up residence in front of the Bristol Myers Squibb Children's Hospital. And according to them, he is a medical doctor. And so he is fully qualified to take a position at that hospital now. Good for him. So that answers our question. Although I think now that he's, you know, older and a bit retired, he does mostly charity work. Probably. That makes sense. (laughs) We all have to do something in our later years. Yeah. It's good he's keeping active. So if there's an accident at the lighthouse and someone says, is there a doctor in the lighthouse? We have one. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because people hurt themselves at lighthouses so often. I feel like if you're going to hurt yourself at a lighthouse, chances are, I mean, from all of like the, the stories you hear about lighthouses and like, you know, ghosts in lighthouses and all of that, it's generally a falling off a lighthouse situation. And by that point, I'm not really sure what good a doctor's going to do. Not much. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget about the rogue waves. Oh, yeah. You could get taken off the lighthouse by a massive wave. And taken out to sea, which a doctor still can't really help you with. (laughs) Also, President and CEO Wood Johnson? What an unfortunate combination. No, no. (laughs) I believe the university is Wood Johnson. Okay, the point stands just for an entire institution, not one unlucky gentleman. (laughs) (laughs) Or is he a lucky gentleman? I don't know. (laughs) I want a shirt that says that now. Wood Johnson University. (laughs) W-O-U-L-D Johnson. (laughs) Wood Johnson University. (laughs) Yeah, what question mark and change it to wood instead of wood. (laughs) All right, so let's address the topic of costumes, and make up some opinions. Was she pushing too hard, or was it cute? No one knows. I would hope, as we addressed in last week's podcast, that you've already started thinking about your costume. But let's face it, quite a lot of people leave it to the last minute. Yeah. Heritage Avocado Toast, I'm looking at you. <laughs> hey, some of some of my most inspirational Halloween costumes have come at the last minute. Most notably, accountant. <laughs> yes, but I think the running the running champion is where I wore the necktie upside down and just came as tied up. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. There was also the wearing the Christmas tie that plays music when you push a button. That was the wrong holiday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that tie still works if you can believe it. Yeah. Um. When that tie dies, it's gonna do that like creepy sad it's probably gonna leak plutonium out it's got some sort of nuclear power supply 
<laughs> you know, like when the batteries go on one of those things, it just plays over and over and over again. You can't figure out where it is. Yes. Kind of like a Furby. That's going to be what happens. Hopefully it happens while we're on holiday and it just annoys the cats. <laughs> and the cat sitters. Cause them to go insane. You <laughs> <laughs> get a message. There's the sound of a squeaking, I want to say, Christmas elf in your room. <laughs> it's like a really creepy version of Silent Night. <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly, that's kind of a creepy song to begin with, so, eh. Well, and this tie plays it in that, you know, very opening a Christmas card type of way. Oh. But also at a faster tempo than it should be. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, let's make Silent Night upbeat. Yeah. <laughs> what do we do? Increase the tempo. People are going to kill whoever's wearing this tie if we make this too, if we drag this song out too long. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, tie is really built in for strangulation. So you could always just use that as your costume and strangled by by their tie. I think the key point, though, that Heritage Avocado Toast tries to make in his costumes is to not choose whatever the most popular one is that year. No, it's the fun in that. I do appreciate a well-thought-out costume in that you aren't, you know, running with the norm. Yeah. I mean, there's always the classics, witch, vampire, zombie, something dead. I mean, this is hipster at home. We don't really go with the grain. I think if you're going to embrace any of the classics, put a twist on it. Uh-huh. But I, the, when you open up the what popular costumes are this year page on uh, any costume website, just just avoid them. Did you guys see last year the costume that was created that was a sexy hand sanitizer? Yes, I did see that one. Oh, my. <laughs> it involved a lot of clear plastic. <laughs> Uh, we've all at some point done a costume that involves a lot of clear plastic. Yeah. Have we? Yeah. Well, mine was for a Eurovision costume, Mm -hmm. and it did have a dress underneath. I had a friend who did a bag of jelly beans. Oh, nice. (laughs) Sounds painful. I mean, it just required some balloons and a a clear trash bag, so not too painful. No, they did the bag. Wow. We're really starting this one off on a low point, aren't we? (laughs) So far. (laughs) Only can go up from here, I guess. I think it's okay to have some classics at your party, though. It's nice to have a couple vampires, a couple skeletons, but it's it's nice if you don't just get the costume off the shelf. You can customize it in some way. Yeah, and I mean, don't be afraid to be the witch that was burned at the stake or the vampire who had its head chopped off. Like, mm-hmm. go dig into that scab blood, break out the scar wax or liquid latex, whatever floats your boat, because scar wax is a pain in the butt and a half. That's a good question. Can a vampire, a Halloween vampire, still drink blood if its head's been separated from the body? Does the head still go? Like, the Gorgon the Gorgon head still turns you to stone? I thought the whole reason you beheaded a vampire is that was one of the only ways to kill them. Yeah. You do that with Highlanders. I'm not sure about vampires. <laughs> no, no. you Because it was the whole digging the grave up, beheading them, putting the head at the other end of the tomb. Like, so the head's not at the top of the body, but at the bottom of the body... And then, I don't know if the stake part was original or not, but yeah, there was a whole thing about uh, digging people up and rearranging them, essentially. But that doesn't suggest you've actually killed the vampire. You've just separated the ends that make it the engine run, and if you put them back together... Yeah, it also together... doesn't get rid of tuberculosis, which was the main thing that they were fighting. Yeah. 
And I, I'm sure, I mean, I don't know too much about virology, but I'm pretty sure touching a dead body with tuberculosis really isn't all that much better than just leaving the body alone. Don't worry, the head's been moved. <laughs> I just touched it all over and then touched my face. It used to be a thing, too, about the tombstones. If the tombstone was fallen, had fallen over or was broken, it was assumed that's because the person buried there had gotten out. So if you don't want to be accused of escaping your grave, buy a hefty headstone. Yeah, get the big one. Go <laughs> all out. Top tip. Well, according to National Geographic, so of course we're looking more at real life vampires and related legends as opposed to uh, <laughs> uh, anything involving Edward Cullen. Decapitate and burn is one of the most popular ways. So there you go. Nice. Yeah. And while you're at it, you may as well uh, take out the heart and lungs for good measure. And here's your tuberculosis just, reference. Just cause. So is that why there are no vampire mummies? Because they removed all the organs. Because they've already removed all the organs. <laughs> no crossovers allowed. <laughs> We're looking at you, people who are trying to get creative. <laughs> get creative, but don't waste ideas. You know. Yeah. It's you've got to you've got to make content last for longer. Don't shove it all into one. Much like our podcast. Yeah, much like our podcast. <laughs> we don't even shove one in there. <laughs> I like the sound of no crossovers allowed for a debut album. I don't I like the... No crossovers <laughs> allowed. I'm trying to figure out what the most popular ones are this year, but so far it looks like nobody's really put together a list. There's a lot of suggestions. All I'm saying... And pretty much all of them is Squid Game. Squid Game, yeah. I mean, it is set to be the most popular show on Netflix has ever put out, so... I do feel really bad, though, for the guy whose phone number got shared. I know. That's discouraging. I was having that conversation with someone else. What would... Why? Why would you be so into a TV show that you feel the need to call someone's random number? Well, so I was reading about the use of phone numbers, and apparently it is common for shows to set up, like, a fun Easter egg type thing if you were to call that number. Oh. However, they tend to use, they're sort of assigned numbers, like the whole 555 thing mm -hmm. in the US, that are the assigned movie and television numbers. And most countries have those, but apparently the crew on this one wanted to go for something more realistic, so they just chose a number and they didn't bother to check so that rude. it was a real number. Apparently they did the same thing with the bank account and have gotten into some issues with that as well. I just... I'm all for realism, and I appreciate when people put the time and effort in for that. But come on, you, but this is this is you like, have to think that through. I mean, the importance of a well-funded research department. Yeah, we wouldn't know what that's like. <laughs> it's just like in the movies, you just say, "What's your number? Five 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 and you know it's a fake number used just for the sake of there should be a telephone number in this scene, but it's clearly not a real one. <laughs> I don't get Squid Game. Like, I, I have not seen it to be fair, but it looks like it's just a mashup of premises of sci-fi movies that and themes that have been done to death already. Game de Games with a deadly outcome, people who are down on their luck sign up for some game to get out of it. There's like five or six movies at least since 1995 covering these topics. I have not seen it, so that might not be fair. But Movies and TV shows go in cycles, though. Mm-hmm. 
So we had a ton of zombie movies. It's been a while since we've had any witches type of thing. We'll probably be coming around to that. And I don't mean witches in Roald Dahl. I mean like the craft and stuff. Yeah, I've yeah. started today watching all the spooky season movies. I haven't watched Hocus Pocus yet. That's on my list. But I Disney Plus put out a new Muppets one this oh. year. So watching yeah. that today. I don't have many Halloween favorite movies. We should get back to costumes in a sec. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> like I, I really love my favorite is um, the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah, that's just a, that is a classic. That's just a good one, you know. But back to costumes, I, I think witches is something that is actually fairly underutilized and gets forgotten. Yeah, because there's a lot of different mm -hmm. types of witches. There's the the traditional cauldrony witch. There's the, the Wizard of Oz kind of witches. There's the ones where they look more normal, but they just happen to have witchy powers. There's a lot of different ways to go with it. Still be kind of spooky. Well, and the crucible. Go full, uh, go full princess mode like the Wizard of Oz and be a good witch. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. A warning, general warning. When obviously no one's <laughs> going to be using that particular green paint because that's not allowed Le what anymore. led you to that conclusion <laughs> but um, however uh do remember that certain paints will stain yes plan that carefully <laughs> yeah so whatever you do and we highly encourage you know just full makeup oh heck yeah go ham but do think about where you have to be the next day or in a couple of days <laughs> And plan ahead of time how you're getting it off your face and whether or not it's going to be okay if it doesn't come off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how you're getting it off your face. <laughs> Sometimes there's just not enough oil cleanser in the world to remove that red or black pigment. Blue. Mm -hmm. Blue pigments. Oof. Yeah. That's a sad pigment. Um. Also, like, check the reviews if you are concerned, because there's a lot of body painting artists and special effects people who have happily reviewed a lot of these and will tell you which ones stain and which ones don't. And that also goes for clothing oh. or anything you touch. Oh, yeah. there's, there's a name. <laughs> which ones stain, but which? Which ones stain? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be a good album name. I would watch a YouTube series just called Will It Stain? <laughs> Will It Stain? Will It Stain? Yeah. It's a combination of watching paint drying and then you, there's like a scrolling bet on the side where you can do dial in with your, your wagers and mm -hmm. the leaderboard yes. and. <laughs> Everyone put in a put in your bets. Yeah, I have to say I'd watch it as well because I there is absolutely no way that that is becoming a hipster at home thing at all. There are a lot of things we are planning the whole will it grill and will it latte, but I can tell mm. you that which one stain or will it stain is not something I'm willing to take on. <laughs> will it Benedict also is oh in yeah, that will list. it Benedict? Oh yes, will forget. it Benedict? Yes. <laughs> You could do uh, will it float, and then you 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 rig it so the bowling balls like filled with something super so buoyant always and hollow. Sinks. They're all witches because witches float. <laughs> all of them are witches. <laughs> yeah. So the oh. problem with the natural resting state of a human body in a, in a in a piece of water, especially an ocean bit of water, is to probably float. <laughs> Unless you're my dad or mine. Man sinks like a stone. I sink a little too. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Let's throw the witch in the Dead Sea and see if they sink. <laughs> Rigged. <laughs> oh, in the book I was reading the other day, the insult to somebody was, they're so old that the that when they were a kid, the Dead Sea was still just sick. Mm. <laughs> I'm out of a butter stout. <laughs> 
Do you need a refill? There is another can of Dr. Pepper cream soda. I'm not sure I can handle that much sugar. It's it's different. This is the problem with the butterbeer recipe, mm-hmm. um, is that it is cream soda and butterscotch schnapps. I've also seen it with ice cream in it, but that just really ups the ante and whether or not you're going to fall into a sugar coma. But it is it is basically sugar and sugar. I mean, I made Funfetti birthday cake with uh, buttercream frosting. So nice. speaking of sugar. <laughs> Maybe vodka in it. <gasps> no. Butterscotch vodka? Tequila. Tequila. <gasps> Butter, butterscotch schnapps, cream soda, and tequila. Yes. Yes. Reposado tequila, because you need that caramel flavor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a delightful dish. Yeah. I need to get another drink. Someone else figure out how to get us back on costumes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually when I'm putting on a costume, I do it like I'm putting on clothes. There. Now we're back on costumes. As in one foot at a time? <laughs> <laughs> Are you a shirt person first or a pants person first? Usually a pants person first, actually. Or for uh, for British <laughs> listeners, trousers, I guess. Well, I feel like most people Every, are probably everyone's a pants, a pants person. person. First. <laughs> <laughs> Not too many cho- people uh, choose to free ball on a constant occasion. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the official term is commendable. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I think, yeah, I usually put my shirt on last. I don't know why. I feel like shirts on last is like really good if you have a sweating problem. Like keep your body as cool as possible. Yeah, because I tend to overheat quite easily. So I think that's what it is. Are we ready for sound effect hour? Yes. Nice. Which one is that? The part is in Porter. I'm trying the porter. I had a the, the porter I got uh, the other day was sour, but it's not usually. So I think it had gone off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Porters are not supposed to be sour. That's what I said. No. So I'm trying the same one, but from a can rather than a bottle in case it was a um, bottling issue or something. Let us know. I've had this many times, this, this particular one. That's a lot of head. That is a lot of head. Well, I was going for the sound effect, so I was trying to get as close to the mic and get the... <laughs> I don't know if it picked it up. <laughs> Anyways, what do- I think the other thing with um, with the shirt. We're talking about sweat glands? Well, I was going to say the other thing is that I tend to, it's difficult because you don't want to like, if you're doing any makeup or hair, you obviously don't want to mess it up when you go to put your shirt yeah. on. Mm. But I don't like dropping, like if I'm going to brush my teeth and accidentally getting some toothbrush on, toothpaste on my shirt or accidentally getting makeup on my shirt. I'm very messy. Yeah. Someone clip that. <laughs> Honestly, would highly suggest getting a robe. Yeah. So that you can put your, if you have a tight t-shirt or a turtleneck or whatever, you can put on a robe over that so that it catches any loose powder, toothpaste, what have you. Mm-hmm. And that way you don't need to wear pants. So at least you've got the body cool on one half. At some point you should put on pants. Yeah. So <laughs> we are not suggesting leaving the house without trousers <laughs> or pants. If you're hosting people before they come over, if you're going to someone's house before you go there, highly recommend putting on pants. I mean, unless you're wearing a dress yeah. or a skirt or something like that. Well, instead of... Obviously. But but please, please don't get arrested for indecent exposures. Really. I don't yeah. know. Instead of headless Nick, I was going to go as pantsless Pete this year. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just going to get a t-shirt that says, I'm Commando? Yeah. <laughs> Trow down Tony. No, it's just camouflage. Army camo. <laughs> <laughs> Where does pants go? I can't see them in the woods. 
Actually, you know, you wear you wear a camo top, no pants on the bottom, and it's just like, why is there just a naked half a body walking around? <laughs> it's a whole new costume. What's the famous statue with the arms missing? But most no, of no, them. But yeah. the, the real famous one. Oh, the Venus de Milo. Yeah, yeah. Re- reverse mm-hmm. it. So you put camo on the main body, but then the arms not not on the arms. It's so just you're arms. in the reverse, yeah. And then you use white paint. <gasps> oh. Well, that's a brilliant costume idea. Go as Venus de Milo's arms. Yeah. <laughs> Does she have a head? Yes. I feel like you could probably find a, another famous one without a head, and that way you could just wear full camo and then do the marble head and the marble arms. So I'm going as Anne Boleyn's head and Venus de Milo's arms. <laughs> arms. <laughs> just a collection of body parts that are missing Fam- but, <laughs> famous women's body parts <laughs> well well code brew kombucha has a little bit of a, a research break here um I, I think this is mostly what we were getting at with the intro on the the costumes there are loads of other creative ideas you can go as rather than just getting something from the shelf so i was before i before i went and said it and then had to correct myself. I just wanted to double check I was right. But uh, Winged Victory at the Louvre. Yes, Nike. No head, no arms. Mm-hmm. Yep. You could go as the Louvre, but also Pyramid Head. If you put the Louvre on your head, then you're like the villain <laughs> and a and cultural a Parisian historical monument. Dual purpose. Those are the best costumes. Change it up whenever somebody comes over to ask you what you are. Yes. We did have a friend who went as her twin sister. That was funny. At the same party and didn't tell her sister what her costume was. Did she borrow her sister's clothes? Yes. Pretty much. Both of them were at the party and she borrowed her sister's clothes and just told everyone that she was her sister. And I forget what she told her sister she was. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even think that her sister figured it out until somebody mentioned it like the next day or something. That's amazing. Worst twins ever. Mm. Or the best. (laughs) (laughs) You could go as like a random random rock star, go as the boss or something, dress up like that so you're not just a random person. Or you could do a thought bubble over your head with a dragon picture and then you're imagined dragons. You can get creative with stuff like that. Yeah, pun costumes. I do enjoy a good pun costume. Yes. I did make myself a dinosaur hoodie one year and carry around a book, and I went as a thesaurus. Nice. Nice. One one. of my favorites is a Grim Reaper costume, carrying a brush. You're a brush with death. Mm -hmm. (laughs) One of my favorite memories was the Grim Reaper. (laughs) You're just a walking Halloween costume. You're an undead 24-7. Yeah, this beer is fine, though, by the way, so it must have been that bottle or that batch. Whoops. I was getting nervous because it's one of my go-tos. <laughs> oh, no. But it's fine. It's fine. Crisis averted. Sorry, what I miss? Are both of our cats still alive? Uh, yes. Good. For now. Mm. <laughs> Quite. But they're pushing their luck. Now Arthur's sulking. I hate when that happens. Santino's famous. He's on a greeting card now. <laughs> is he? <laughs> he is. That's awesome. He is. Apparently, Gray Street Paper, one of their best-selling cards is Tino's face. How did they get the face? Oh, wow. She painted it on on uh, on a digital program. It's cute as hell. Sorry, did you license the face, I guess is the question? No, no, I don't, I don't license my cat's face. That's just too much effort. So the, they stole your cat and your your cat's intellectual property. Yes, totally worth it. What I'm getting from this is that the hipster cats are more, oh, uh, okay. oh my gosh, nice. Is that not the best? <laughs> don't, li- don't worry, listeners, we will share this and we will link out. Uh, 
Great Street Paper. Yes. Because her cards are amazing. So amazing. They're both available online and in paper source. But hold on, hold on. Tino is an official hipster cat. He's on the non-existent payroll. Therefore, we get 1% of revenue from cards sold with his likeness. (laughs) (laughs) Between him and... The fact that we get more likes on and responses on our stories and things like that if we have usually Algernon on it. I can only say that I'm now beginning to think that the hipster cats are more popular than us. Wait, does that mean the hipster cats need merch? The hipster cats probably need merch. So back to Sweaty. Uh, I believe we left off with Sweaty Bottoms while preparing your, your costume on the evening. Well, you missed the part of the conversation as you were fetching a beer about whether or not you put a top on first or trousers. Uh, Well, most of my outfits go from bottom up. You usually put the trousers on first because you're usually tucking the shirt in. You can do it reversed. I just think that's people who do that are weird. (laughs) It's like getting the water before you have the pail ready to put the water in the pail. It just doesn't make sense. I like to hold the water in my hand uh-huh. and take it over to the pail. Yeah, extra steps. <laughs> this is how you get toothpaste When you work on harder, everything. it's worth more. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to earn that water. And then when I get to the fancy ball, uh, people are all like, oh, you look dapper. And I'll be like, that's right. I put my trousers on first. That's why I look so good. <laughs> yeah. I'll go with hashtag never happened. What? <laughs> He's saying he's never been called dapper. I got to the ball and like they just stopped. The band was playing and they just stopped and everyone turned and looked at me. It was amazing. All of Cinderella. All of C- yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I strolled in there and every time I would leave the dance floor to go get another drink, the band would, would stop again and play me a special tune. And the prince came over and asked him to dance. The prince fell in love with him in one song. Then he had to leave at midnight because his pants were his pants were about to disappear <laughs> i'm sorry my pants turn invisible at midnight <laughs> instead of the witching hour it's the pantsing hour speaking of speaking of balls speaking of what i said speaking of balls, balls. oh I- <laughs> I would say that another costume I think is probably going to be quite popular this year because I've seen it come up as a lot of themes for parties is Bridgerton. Oh, and I'll let yeah. you take balls however you want off of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I just never thought there would like, and I will freely conf. Well, I don't know if I want to freely confess this on a podcast. Never mind. Keep that to myself. But like, <laughs> when did it become okay for romance novels to suddenly? be the topic of a TV show. Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah, but that was fanfic. Uh, that, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> that was Twilight fanfiction. I, I don't... So if it was Twilight fanfic, how did vampires come out of the equation? Vampirism is like know. the guess... key concept of the books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, at the time, fanfiction literally goes from like having more fantasy too less. Mm. <laughs> Keep the kink, lose the vamp. Yeah. Do you think they were like, mmm, vamp? What goes with vamp? Kink. Yep. Nope. That's <laughs> it. That's what we're going with. <laughs> Vamps and clamps. <laughs> it sounds like some sort of a, like a weird underground club. <laughs> or a really terrible band. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no 
<laughs> oh yes. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, <laughs> if you're gonna go with if you're gonna go with vampires, skip the glitter. Oh yeah, yes. I, the host of the party will now, thank you. I well, yeah. so this is the thing. I love costumes with glitter. I really do, and I I will work glitter in where I can. Full body glitter is something that your host is not going to fully appreciate. Your bathroom is not going to appreciate. Whatever clothes you wear, your bed sheets for the next ten years. <laughs> I don't know if we've addressed this before, but glitter is like the cockroaches of the craft world. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Nothing will ever destroy it. The only way to kill it is to burn down the whole flat. It will survive a nuclear war. But I think glitter <laughs> might get caught up on some of the, the heat drafts and then escape the house if you burn it. No, that's what I mean. Nothing is getting rid. Nothing is getting rid of glitter. You think you've gotten rid of it all, and you haven't. I had glitter on a costume, I don't know how many years ago. I still find little bits of red glitter every once in a while in weird places. Usually somewhere on my face while I'm out that day. I'm like, where did this red glitter come from? Yeah, you think so issue with green glitter as well. Yep. So you have to be careful with glitter. But also, it just... just don't glitter litter. No glitter on vampires. No glitter vampires. Yeah. I like a good vampire costume. Mm-hmm. My issue w- is the fangs, actually. Because you, you, if you wear, like, the fake fangs, it's hard to talk and saliva's an issue. There's other, like, molds you can get just for the incisors. Some people go mm-hmm. the extra step and file their incisors into fangs, but that's a separate kind of costume. That's a life commitment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I like I like vampires. I just, in the blood and the... You go as Dracula or, or non-Dracula, whatever. I just, uh, the fangs so, in execution bug me. This did actually, this did actually come up in a conversation I was having with mom, and this had to do with. You talk about filing your incisors often with your mom. Well, it, it had to do with Heritage Avocado Toast's costume for this year. No spoilers. We will put it up on the Instagram when it comes around. Oh, jeez, it better but... be good then. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> yeah, don't Thank you. It up. <laughs> jeez. Um. Well, I just didn't want to spoil it, especially since, you know, a lot of our family listens to this. But anyway, however, it did come up the whole idea of of fangs. And she said that she thinks the idea that fangs were always out, she maintains is a more modern concept of vampires, whereas she's convinced that older versions of vampires had retractable fangs. Yeah, they definitely did. Yeah, they were not out all the time. Yep. That's the thing. And like... If you're going to go back historically, it's based off of Vlad the Impaler, who did not have ridiculous incisors. He was just known for, you know, licking blood off of things after he'd killed his enemies. He also enjoyed impaling things. <laughs> and impaling things. Like It's like the Vlad the Impaler uh, discovers marshmallows cartoon. Oh my gosh, that's such a good one. <laughs> yeah, don't be afraid to go historically accurate. Go as Vlad the Impaler. Live your best life. Boudica? Yeah. You know what we haven't discussed? Yeah. Pet costumes. We did in the last episode. Yeah. We did. Do we feel like we need to again? Well, I don't know, because I said, should this be saved for costumes? And you guys said that it was a, uh, <laughs> that they count as decoration. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you make one mistake. Pets are part of the family. They do not count as decoration. They're a member of the family. I mean, of course they are. What if you What if you have the cat on your shoulders as part of your costume? Dress them as a parrot and go as a pirate. Yeah, that's a yeah. That's a lot of commitment. 
Including a pet as part of your costume. So I was trying yeah. to get a cat word and pirate mashup there, but the only thing I could come up with is rot, and I don't think that's going to fly very well. Jeez Louise! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> that sounds like something you go to a doctor for. Sounds like something Dr. Jeff, uh, Dr. G. Raff would take <laughs> care of. Oh, yeah. Is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was going to say that don't be afraid to reuse a costume and change it up. Yeah. Because people won't necessarily remember. I wouldn't say, like, do it the next year. Or you could do the same costume every single year and make it your thing. There are people who do that. Yeah. But, yeah, don't be afraid to reuse elements of your costume. Yeah, and don't be afraid to search for pieces that you can use in your regular wardrobe. Yeah. Like, I try to make a concerted effort to at least find something that I can wear after Halloween. Mm-hmm. Or if you're in a pinch, because oftentimes a lot of people don't have a chance to plan a costume mm-hmm. or maybe you got invited to a last minute party. Look around through your wardrobe, see what pieces you can put together with, you know, by adding a bit of makeup or some fake blood. Just make sure you don't get it on your outfit. Yeah. And go from there. There's always the classic homicidal maniac. They look like everyone else. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Classic Adams Family. Such a good... Oh, that's not on my list yet. That should also be on my list. I've forgotten about that one. Yeah. You know what I want to go for? Not this year, because I've already come too far, but next year. I might go as Dippin' Dots. That sounds like a costume that's going to take a little bit more uh, forethought. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you know who's going to make it for me. <laughs> yeah, probably me. <laughs> and we're definitely going with the banana split, which has four colors? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. St- pink, brown, white, and then banana. This is the time of year. I was thinking about the fact that it's uh, approaching slash in the middle of cuffing season at the moment. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> if, if you need yourself a wifey or a girlfriend to make your Halloween costume, just go chill in a Michaels. Hey, there's a lot of creative guys out there. Basically, I maintain that all couples tend to be one creative person, one not creative person. Mm-hmm. Hey. So if you are the not creative person... Go chill in a Michaels. <laughs> yeah. You need help with your costume. Chill in a Michaels. <laughs> or an AC Moore. Mm. But you but the thing is you won't be able to impress them with your creative or crafty prowess. You're gonna look like a deer in headlights. So you're gonna still have to yeah. find a way to approach the person. No, you go in looking like you're uh you're trying to figure it out, but you aren't really sure. And oh, could you help me with this? this? Yes. I don't know what size balls I need for this costume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know what size balls I already have at home. Would you mind helping me with my balls? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was um, right there. <laughs> today's hipster tip is how to get kicked out of and banned from a Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> is that really so bad? I don't know. Hate Michaels. Yes, I know you hate Michaels. I hate all things a crafty. Why? Why is there not? Yeah, I was gonna say it's not. It's not specifically Michaels. Yeah. It's it's but anything. It's hobby craft. Got, it's AC yeah. Moore. Why it's... don't we have like you know high street shops for Microsoft Excel tips and tricks? That should be that should be a store. I would go in that store. I thought that's what the Apple Store was. I don't believe in Apple. Well, and the key it does being exist, Microsoft so. <laughs> Excel, not Apple Recycle Bin. It's a trash. <laughs> 
You can go as well as a not as not a hipster. Oh yeah, borrow those UGG boots from your most basic friend. Pull on a hunter jacket mm-hmm. or a Burberry jacket. And go as not a hipster. Get yourself some. Uh, get yourself a jean skirt. Pike, uh, pumpkin spice latte. Which then you then have the added benefit of having a pumpkin spice latte. So win win. Yeah, but you get away with drinking it because you're drinking it ironically. Yes. I drink a lot of pumpkin spice lattes, ironically, around this time of year. I mean, they're so tasty. Wait, did did the Macintosh have a trash can instead of a recycle bin? Uh, yeah, it has a it has a trash bin. It's like a, a waste paper basket, and I know that because because you're looking at it right now. I'm actually looking at it right now. But is it called trash or recycle? It's called trash. It's actually called bin. Oh, I've got it. I've got it backwards. Then mm. Apple was the planet destroyer. I think, aren't they all recycle bins now? I don't know. No, mine still looks like a waste paper basket called bin. Bin there. Done that. Done that. Oh my gosh, get out. Well, if you say so. No one goes as a cocktail for Halloween. True, you could go as a cocktail. <laughs> I'm a martini. I spill everything. <laughs> <laughs> that also sounds like it needs some uh, clear vinyl. Yeah. Get sloshed with me. Something I get, I, I get asked... When we have our Halloween party and if there's like new people on the invite list or anything like that, first thing is always what's the theme? Theme is Halloween. <laughs> I don't feel like you, Halloween is all about dressing for Halloween. You, there, you don't have to do a theme. But this is the thing that we run into a lot is that there are quite a few people who seem to think that Halloween can only be spooky costumes yep. and that if it's not a spooky costume, it doesn't count for Halloween. Nope. It's all good. It's lies. Yeah. Lies told to you by the government. <laughs> It's yeah. the government that dictated Come that. Come at us, yeah. big costume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, does that mean like Party City or Spirit of Halloween? It's probably Spirit of Halloween conglomerate. Which could secretly be running the government. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, they totally could. They just pop up everywhere. Dr. G. Raff is now a high-ranking official. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, don't limit yourself. You don't only have to do a spooky costume for Halloween. You can do whatever you want. So, you know, you could go as a giant truck that keeps going past my damn house. (laughs) Embrace the... Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, That's a different holiday. (laughs) That's called Easter. (laughs) Were you... uh, Yeah, traditionally, you would find Christ inside a little plastic Easter egg. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise! I'm back. (laughs) Embrace the mundane, everyday things, because... Some of those can make pretty fun costumes. Yeah. And most of the time, something that's a little punny does not mean that it's spooky. Yeah. And I love a good laugh as much as the next person. So if you can come in with a costume that makes me laugh, A plus in my book. Yep. Put a twist on something. You could wear like a a little board on your front with some string that's dressed up like a casino table. And then you could bring a deck of cards and people could play blackjack with you or something like that. Interactive costumes. Interactive costumes. How'd you two meet? Well, I was a blackjack dealer. Oh, that's interesting. You work at a casino? No. No. It was Halloween. (laughs) On myself. (laughs) (laughs) How'd you two meet? I was the blackjack table. (laughs) (laughs) I was the house. (laughs) You go as a a public transit official? (laughs) Just don't sing about it. Sing about it. <laughs> or or cold brew kombucha will come and slit your tires. <laughs> and slash your tires. I was trying to figure out what the most popular Halloween costume was. Probably vampire skeleton. So there are some... Mummy. Oh, 
It from Pennywise. Or Pennywise from no, it. that's a seasonal oh. one. You got to look at like historical trends. But there's a lot of variations on that. Actually, I've been seeing a bunch of tutorials for a uh, cute Pennywise, sexy Pennywise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the cute ones are done because I saw the sexy Pennywise. But the cute ones are like like there was one that was instead of the red, it was pink, like bubblegum pink, and then it was like glittery and it's very strange. But equally, you know, make it your own. Take something popular and and put your own twist on it. Yeah, if that's your aesthetic, just roll with it. Eight best Halloween costumes for cats. Clicking is the um person who sits up cross crosswalks on there because if not, they missed a trick. Bat wings, spider. That cat looks unhappy. Dinosaur. That cat looks unhappy. <laughs> Wizard, witch. All of these cats. I haven't seen many people dress up like a Lego character before. Like a Lego character. That had to be a thing when the Lego movie first came out. Must have been. I don't recall it, though. Yeah. Must have been, though. Well, but that's the thing is the Lego movie was a kid's movie. So I wonder if we didn't see it as much because there aren't as many adults. But I think the key message is just be yourself. Yeah. You're more likely to come up with a with a costume that is befitting of your personality. If you're not trying too hard, it should just come to you. And be comfortable. Don't feel like you need to wear stilettos. Don't feel like you need to be a sexy witch. Make sure that you're comfortable because you will probably be wearing the costume for a number of hours. So you need to feel comfortable and confident in it. Yeah. I don't understand how the sexy costumes that you see, especially the female ones, can possibly be comfortable for like more than an hour, if that. A non-gender specific plaid when you're got a Ghostbusters costume and it was the women's Ghostbusters costume and she said it was the most awkward thing she's worn and I believe she just had to drink her way into feeling comfortable in it. That's fair. She she said it was like a permanent wedgie. (laughs) Oh and don't forget to test your costume ahead of time for things like comfort. Yeah making sure it fits making sure all the buttons and zippers also work. Oh yeah. Or if you're going to need to stitch anything or pin anything. I've got the top costumes according to Google search at the moment mm-hmm. for 2011. So top costumes, number one, Squid Game. Or you mean 2021? Uh, yeah. Okay. You what did I say? 2011. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Squid Game costume? Just someone in like a green prison jumper? Yeah, it's just the ju- it's just a tracksuit. Uh, number two is Gorilla. Uh-huh. Three, Britney Spears. Four, Carnage. Five, Venom. Carnage. You mean from the comic books? Yeah, mm-hmm. I assume so. Top baby costumes. Number one is Squid Game. <laughs> Top dog costumes. Number one is Squid Game. Oh my gosh. Why didn't Tiger King get this kind of push? There was a lot of mullets last year. Uh, I am gonna, yeah. And there were a lot of people going as, what is her name? Carol Baskin. Yes. <laughs> I'd rather go as Carol Baskin's ex-husband. <laughs> I think that's called a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still think he made it somewhere and he's just sipping tequila on the beach. One can hope. Watching his, uh, he was shady. The whole, oh, yeah. the whole 100%. St- thing is shady. Yeah, the whole thing is shady. That just it just kept getting crazier and crazier, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Kim Kardashian at the Met Gala. <laughs> <laughs> so a Dementor? <laughs> <laughs> that was so rough. Like, yeah. just why? All right. I think it's time to go home, take off your costume, and wash off your makeup. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a rating or follow us on your favorite streaming platform. Head over to the blog for more content, hipsteratthome.co.uk, 
And if you're feeling a little bare after stripping things off, feel free to check out our merch on the website. (laughs) Stay spooky. Bye now. (laughs) Bye. Drinking butter stout tonight. Ooh, that sounds tasty. Well, it's because we tried to make butter beer, but we couldn't find regular cream soda, so we got Dr. Pepper cream soda. Okay. All right, then. It's an experience.